I am unashamed. What about you? So when we were in Washington, Dad, we did the the March for Life. We started out, we were kind of right in front of the <clears throat> Washington Monument. On, they call it the Washington Mall. And you got the Congresses on one end. Remember that time you spoke, you were right in front of Congress. When you look all the way down the other end, you know, you see the, the Lincoln Memorials down there and the Washington Memorial. So we wound up getting going out on Constitution Avenue. And so we the march was from there all the way to the Supreme Court. Of course, the whole thing is about Roe versus Wade, right? I mean, that's, so it's kind of like that's where we ended the ideas that this isn't right. We hope something changes. And there's some court cases coming up. So I thought it was interesting that, and I noticed, you know, just right there, it talks about God, it talks about truth. I mean, all throughout the Supreme Court, there were reminders that the founders really based the whole idea of the country on the Bible. And, right. and and the idea of law comes from the law, you know, that we read about in the Old Testament. That's right. So, Jace, you've been doing some some crack okay. re- research. So tell us tell us what you discovered. I'm gonna go through a few of these. I, you know, this Google search button. Now let's just go ahead and make this clarification. <laughs> this is not the Bible. <laughs> this is the Internet of Things where human beings have put these in here. So you never know. I come up with a collection. We like doing top ten things, but. These are a few of the most frivolous lawsuits to date that have recently come out. And so we'll just, I'll get your thoughts. Yeah, let's hear it. Man wants to legally change his age. <laughs> Plaintiff lost. <laughs> he was basically trying to get around certain tax obligations and so he just was trying to which i guess if you think about it in the current world if you just say you know what dad you just declare i'm going to be 35 again and then tried to make that legal but he you said he lost right he lost he lost woman sued jelly bean company because the jelly beans contained sugar (laughs) case dismissed You don't have to comment on these, but some of they, they get better as we go along. Uh, 2017, a man sues his date for being on her phone. <laughs> Lawsuit dropped. <laughs> I like this one. Man sues sandwich company because the footlong sandwich was not a foot long. <laughs> Case was actually settled. Really? They made a little adjustment. <laughs> so the foot long was not foot long. He sold it and then got some money out of the deal. I wonder what he settled for. Lawsuit over junior mint boxes having a space in them, which did not contain more junior mints. <laughs> Case dismissed. <laughs> Another customer sued Red Bull because the Red Bulls did not energize them. Case settled. When you say settled, somebody paid some money. Somebody got some money for that one. Okay. 2012, a kidnapper actually sued the hostages for escaping. (laughs) These are real cases, Phil. I'm not making these up. That one was dismissed, though. He kidnapped people, they escaped, and he sued them for escaping because he didn't get this money. Guy sued a hamburger joint because they, I, I thought this, this made me mad. Because it was dismissed, and it shouldn't have been. <laughs> Guy sued the hamburger joint. I, I'm not for suing the hamburger joint for this reason. But because the burger was the same price with or without cheese. <laughs> yeah. It was not a random burger joint. I'm only not. Re- it was a big burger joint. I'm only so wait not a minute, saying say, the say name. that again. So he sued what we have, <laughs> What we have is the pursuit of 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 a buck, trying to make a buck. Uh, I just will give you one short little text. <laughs> Here's the biblical since, answer to your since, list. <laughs> since they, and you just heard who they are. Since they do not think it 
worthwhile to retain the knowledge God of God, he gave them over to a depraved mind <laughs> to do what ought not to be done. So one of the things that comes out, they become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, and greed and depra depravity. Mm -hmm. Greed. They sue, they sue, they sue, they sue, they cancel, they sue, they, they mark them. They, they, we have an ongoing lack of love in these United States of America. Lawsuits has replaced love for God and love for each other. The lawsuits are proof. Perfect There's segue no to the next one. <laughs> A husband sues his wife over having an ugly, in quotation marks, baby. Yep. Yep. <laughs> now listen, before you dismiss this, the I husband looked like him. The husband won. Here's why. Now they go through the how the story happened. Boy meets girl, you know, everything's great. But when the baby was born, the husband assumed, because he had looked in the mirror, said, this can't be my baby. So he accused her of having an affair, yeah. of which was not true. She had not had an affair. This is all proven out in the, in the case. Yeah. What they found was she had withheld that on multiple occasions before they met, she had had one plastic surgery after another. And so since she did not divulge the information pre-marriage that she looked nothing like she used to, they actually <laughs> found in favor of the husband and she had to pay him 120 grand. So she was that happened. She was really ugly, but she had surgically altered herself to be presentable. But her kid looked like she did before the surgery, and he gets 120k. He got 120,000. Did it say they divorced? Because sure, does it say? But I'm like, you know what? How do you how do you get past Alan, right? Yeah, that just it's shows your kid. You, that just shows you before you get married, you need to just come on out with all that because that because he thought the reason he he did this because he thought she was cheating on him. Right, I get you. So you know that was with a passion. Well, then he found out he was wrong. So. And then through that, they found the real reason, which, you know, I mean, that's terrible. I mean, I'm just reading what it says. I have a, I have a, uh -oh. I have a Bible text. And I like that it's point counterpoint if, the Bible. If any of you, any of you, that's all of you, has a dispute with another, dare he take it before the ungodly for judgment instead of before the saints. They'd have been better off if they had met with the brothers in Christ if they were Christians yeah. and saying, uh, let's get let's, to the bottom of this. Let's get to the bottom of this. Yeah. And no money is fixing to change hands here. 120K, how'd they settle on that? And then the other question is, how much did the attorneys get off of the husband and wife suing I'm betting a lot. I'm betting a lot, too. Do you have any more, Doug? I have two more. Two more. A man sued. This, this goes under the heading of lawsuits, <laughs> not among brothers, believers. This is lawsuits among people who are not believers. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> right. Exactly. A man sued a major beer company. The case was. Too many to make you drunk? Nope. That drinking these beers or beer. Did not make his fantasies come true. Yeah. He didn't drink enough. <laughs> Which is what they said. And the plaintiff lost. He'd have kept pouring it in. Oh, his fantasies. What did you say? His fantasies no, didn't come true. Oh, his fantasies become true. I thought I could walk through that door without opening it. What's that hole in the wall? That's where my head went through it. Oh, okay. Should have drank more beer. <laughs> That's funny. And the last one, last one was a man sued himself for $5 million. <laughs> <laughs> he was serving time for breaking and entering. Yep. At, and he was at this correctional center, and he sued himself for $5 million, claiming that he had violated his religious beliefs. 
<laughs> by getting himself arrested. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we've actually got laughter from behind the yeah, wall. I mean, yeah, this the, the the crew is loving this. That is, he sued, he sued himself for violating his own religious beliefs. That's Here's pretty, the caveat. And since what he, happened in the case? Yeah, we got since he has no income because he is currently in jail. He asked the state to pay as he was a ward of the state. Ah, the judge dismissed the case. <laughs> That was in 1995, so I went back. That was a uh, that was a creative way to try to get money out of the state. That was pretty. <laughs> some old boy there, he had a lot of time on his hands. But well, I like does, that he, uh, he did confess his sin. <laughs> he did in the lawsuit. That's his it does have some credence when you you've come to a, <clears throat> a text about lawsuits among believers, and interestingly. Uh, that that series of texts says the 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 brothers, the church. Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? Which Phil is a what perfect is a perfect segue from our last podcast. Which look, when you are a member of the body of believers and Jesus is the head, you have different conversations. Correct. When it correct. comes to settling disputes that is correct that's what our listeners and inhabitants of the world need to realize when we come to christ you know we talk about in our worship services as broken in desperation however you want to in our pig pen however you want to describe that who shall rescue me from this body of death we're (laughs) basically relinquishing our rights to the lord jesus correct so it's different in having the rights as a citizen and, and going around and functioning in the world. And I think we've all been a part of some lawsuit in some fashion or form of the world. Most of them I think we've been drawn into. Right. You know, somebody sued us or whatever. I mean, I had a guy threaten to sue me because he said I looked like him. So, I mean, I I got the email. I read it, you know. But, I mean, it was like, so when I got on TV, he said I stole his image <laughs> and was portrayed. I got my idea for how I, who I am from him. That was, it, it never got to court, but I did have to look at it because, you so know, you well, some a- of my people said, hey, this guy may sue you, you know. That's pretty crazy. Dad got sued. By a guy, it was I think in New York or New Jersey, because when he was when they attempted to cancel him, you know, from the show and all that stuff, when the controversy happened, which was in this text, ironically, a little bit later, the some person who had bought a bunch of toys or started a toy company of action figures of Dad and y'all, I guess, like said he lost all his money because you you know, said your beliefs. Quoted the Bible verse. Quoted the Bible verse. So he sued you for like, I want to say it was $8 million, but it never, I mean, it got it, it got nixed. Yeah. Well, but people. Hang on, Jess, let's take a break. So yesterday, after we recorded podcasts, we had some delicious Good Ranchers steaks. We finally... Yep. Got them cooked up for a stone, cooked them. And we also had the owners that were here that shared lunch with us, which are really neat guys. And yep. I was telling you guys how much I enjoyed, because I've been on the phone with them a couple of times, just, you know, their ministry background, the kind of people they are. But, you know, it's like anything else, you share a meal with somebody, you kind of get to know them a little bit better. But the, the steaks were delicious. Uh, I had a ribeye, had some of their chicken, which was really good. I don't know if y'all ate some of the chicken. These guys, not only are they... American first, because everything that they sell has been, it's American farmed and American processed. So it's truly made in American. They so said most of the meat was coming out of Texas, the great state of Texas. That's exactly right, which we know, right, is a great place for beef and, and, and chicken. So we want you to check these guys out. They're very, they give away a lot. I mean, for everything they sell, they give away to food banks in, in a lot of different cities, including Houston, which is where they're located. So just our kind of people. Check them out, goodranchers.com slash Phil. Uh, use the code Phil at checkout. You're going to get $20 off and free shipping. 
And uh, uh, trust me, you're going to like this product. GoodRanchers.com slash Phil. Use the code Phil at checkout. Get $20 off and free shipping. Uh, the bottom line is now, so when we're having these conversations, do we have way too many frivolous lawsuits in our culture? Oh, yeah. It is ridiculous. But but Dad hit it. It's because uh, it's because there's a chance for money. And you, some of the well, ones you mentioned, right. which were the crazy lawsuits, but greed. they settled. They tried greed. to do it to, to Greed, which we will cover in this section and the yep. one before. Greed is a powerful thing, uh, Al. Yeah. It, it, it's a powerful thing. Right. But uh, it, the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, and right. it really is. And, you know, and, and another thing is here, it takes a certain amount of trust because what he's proposing, as we'll get into this text, is that you, you go before the church, the leaders of the church, to settle these disputes. Which is way better. It's way better. And, well, and Dad and I, we, we're both elders. You know, spiritual are, chastisement is about the worst you're going to get. Yeah. Instead of forking it over the money. We've had, Dad, I'd say, I remember two different instances through the years we've been, you and I have been elders at the church. One, I wasn't an elder yet, and one I was where some brothers had a legal dispute. over One of them was over land. Yep. You know, who, whose land was it? It was left to me. And they came before us, the leaders of the church, and they said, you know, because of this passage, we're not going to go to the courthouse. Yep. We're going to come to them. you guys. It, which yep. was, but what I thought was, what a faithful thing on both their part, because they were trusting us enough, which is what Paul is talking about, to render... A, a proper judgment for them to say, well, here's what we think, you know, here's, and, and we did as a group. Wow, I've been a part of numerous conversations to settle things. You know, I've had people where I could have sued them, right. you know, in the church, you know, I gave yeah. them some money, here's what we're going to do, sign a contract, and then they did nothing Right. what they were supposed to do. So, I mean, I could have taken legal action, but I took spiritual action. I mean, based on this, these people were claiming to be followers of Jesus. Yep. You know, now you got to remember, people use, especially ones that are good at devising ways of doing evil, they will use, they will try to use stuff like this as a weakness to try to yep. <laughs> swindle you, which is what he he had mentioned, swindlers. I, I just think that was going on here. Sure. Oh yeah. And so from a worldly perspective. They view the qualities that we treasure on, you know, being weak and letting God use our weakness for his strength. Well, they use that as an actual weakness and a way to try to steal your money. Well, don't you think probably one of the things that influenced this discussion, I mean, obviously there were some, these things were going on, but remember back in Acts 18, whenever Paul first goes to Corinth, remember what happened? The Jews there, he's, he's like trying to convince the Jews in the synagogue and then the Jews take Paul to Gentile court, to the, the head Gentile guy that's in charge of that region, and, and say, this guy's not teaching the right thing. And the guy was like, what do I care? You know, I, I'm not a Jew. And so he throws it out. And then the synagogue ruler, they just beat the fire out of him right there in the court. Yeah. Sosthenes, who we read about here. So yeah. I just thought it was a strange thing. I'm wondering if Paul, because he went through a frivolous being dragged into court over his, his beliefs, is like now making this case. I mean, I just thought it was interesting that when he first went to Corinth, the Jews dragged him before the court over mm-hmm. beliefs. I mean, it had nothing to do with legal stuff. See what I'm saying? You know, well, Burley Dane came to me one day, way back, and he said, man, I'm glad I'm and here's your brother and all. He said, just remember, what's yours is mine, and what's mine is yours. <laughs> and I said, well, at the current time, the problem with your logic is you don't have anything I want at all. <laughs> and you have a bunch of stuff. Yeah. You had quite a bit of stuff. Yeah, he was trying to pull a old Jimmy Red Gibson on me, you know. A lot of stuff belongs to me. And somebody said, well, did he steal it? I said, he just borrowed it and forgot to bring it back. That's right. This is a, at least you know where it is, though, because you drive right it out every day. It's in his yard. But he mentions in verse Every six. time I would want to do something, I said, where's my chainsaw? I'd go over to Burley's and look. 
There it is. Yep. He said, well, just remember the code. What's mine is yours and what's yours, yours is mine. mine. But he mentions in verse 6 that, you know, one brother goes to law Corinthians to another. Took, yes. and, but he's saying, that, and this is in front of unbelievers. Yep. And the, that's the problem with this whole thing. It's right. just like the last chapter. You're As the body of Christ, we're supposed to reflect who Christ is. And if you have principles that are not in line with Jesus and you're presenting them to the world, our whole deal is we're supposed to be attracting people to Jesus, not causing people to go away from Jesus because of the frivolous behavior we have in our body. Right. No, that's we, true. Yeah. And I think and a lot of people, once they start seeing generosity in action, there's a substantial amount of individuals who say, well, if you're giving it to everybody else and you're generous, what about me? Yeah. You haven't given me anything. I'm, you see what I'm saying? Well, and Jay's made a good In point. other words, which they say, if you're going to give any, if you're going to practice generosity to, to your brother, how come some of the brothers you don't practice your generosity? What? See, that's the that's the that you run into that issue. Right. They're not happy that you were generous toward these brothers. They're unhappy because in your generosity, where's mine? Where's mine? Uh, Smith, we, we to, see that ongoing all the time. Smith used to say, if you walk past forty nine beggars and don't give them a penny, but on number fifty, for whatever reason, this guy strikes you and you give him money, did you diss the forty nine? And the answer is no. That's because right. it's yours to be generous with, and you you and you can be generous to whom you want to be generous to. Exactly, but the the concept you're right at is that you owe me. But you said earlier, Jay, you were right on the money that at, when we become Christians, we give up our rights of anything. That makes people uncomfortable. It makes them very uncomfortable because you know what they'll say? Well, wait a minute, I was wrong. You know, I I was wrong. I mean. Uh, you know, Let me just read this pack because that's basically what he said. And, you know, in verse five. Yeah, read the first eight verses because it's that's really he, what we're dealing with. All right, let me just read it. Yep. He says, "If any of you has a dispute with another, dare he take it before the ungodly for judgment, instead of before the saints?" Which what's the understood answer? No. No. Do you not know that? And where Phil said that, which is an awesome thought, the yeah. saints will judge the world. And if you are to judge the world, are you not competent to judge trivial cases? You know, it's, it's, a, it's a fair question. It yeah. is. Do you not know that we will judge angels? Now, think of I it. I actually did not know that. I mean, that was, when I read that the, for the first time years ago, I thought, hmm. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't you, know I mean, what that means, but. I don't okay. either. Because, but, you know, going up against Gabriel does not sound like a good idea. No, but like, I mean, I can <laughs> hear they're like, uh, heavenly jury duty, uh, you're on call for the next angel. We go in there and sit down like, I'm not sure I know how these people operate. Well, it's, it's really interesting because every context we find an angel in the Bible, they're terrifying and all this. Yeah. But apparently in the new order, in the resurrection, we're going to move up a notch. We got to get that body. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get that new imperishable. Right. And let's go up and do some mingling with some celestial. We'll be judging some angels around here. So it says, how much more the things of life. Therefore, now uh, this the next four verses I think are really interesting. And, and you yeah. may have just heard them for the first time because this is not a chapter nor the last one where people spend a lot of time in Bible study. But it says, therefore, if you have any disputes about such matters, appoint as judges, even men of little account in the church. Well, then he kind of clarifies that. And I don't know if he's really being sarcastic or true because, I mean, he's throwing haymakers right here with yeah. his next statement. He says, I say this to shame you. Is it possible that there is nobody among you wise enough to judge a dispute between believers? I mean, he's actually considering maybe you're just that Dumb and to be, immature. You know, and immature. I mean, he is really throwing a haymaker. I think that's so, his point because he, he doesn't miss many opportunities I mean, to remind them of their immaturity. Being a little sarcastic. But he's being a lot sarcastic. He's being but, now, while you're there, keep reading. Well, just, I'm getting there. I know it, but just, just to get the audience uh, ready to go, what everybody needs to understand is, as he reads this next one, he's fixing to give you the fuel 
behind this kind of behavior. Right. He's exactly. fixing to list them. Exactly. So, get, so, so he's yeah. saying, I'm seeing all this go on, right. and, and you say, well, I, I wonder what, what, what he's got trying to say. He gets to the, here's what's fueling that. So he says. Hang on, hang on. Let's just take a break. So one of our new sponsors uh, is a group called Z-Stack. And uh, they have, it's really interesting because, you know, with all this has come out with COVID, we realize that a lot you can do in preventative measure is to build up your immune system. It's very important. And so they've come up with a really good product to do just that. Um, and, and, in, and zinc is in it, vitamin C, vitamin D. Um, what is it again? Huh. Cursidin. Cursidin. Zinc, vitamin C, vitamin D, and cursidin are all products that are in here. And so these were things that I was taking individually, but now you got it all in one supplement, which, which makes it very easy. Uh, the Dr. Vladimir Zelenko is the guy's name that came up with it, and Trump talked about him quite a bit back when he was in office. So great product. It's GMP certified, produced right here in the good old U.S. of A. I'm taking this product because it kind of puts everything in one for me. And as far as I know, I've never had COVID. So go to zstacklife.com slash unashamed. Enter the promo code unashamed to get 5% off your first order. zstacklife.com slash unashamed. Use the promo code unashamed. So in verse 6 of 6, but instead one brother goes to law against another, and this is all in front of unbelievers. The very fact that you have lawsuits among you means you have been completely defeated already. Mm. Why not be wronged? There you go. Here's the questions that people do not want to answer exactly. in life or in church. Jace, why, 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 you why are you there? Have you, and I'll ask Al the same question, then I'll ask me. Have you ever sued anybody? No. Al, have, have you ever have, have you ever sued anybody? Nope. I have threatened many times. So I haven't. It's never crossed my mind at any time. I tell you what, I, you know, somebody said I was making marijuana oil. I said, what? <laughs> they said they say since I don't have a computer looking at it, I don't have a cell phone. They said they say you're selling marijuana oil. It's a picture of you. Well, I, I mean, just thought. What I, I was said, saying is I, I thought about it at that time. I said. I think I know why people sue each other. I said, some dude is saying, I'm, well, what's he talking about? But I'm saying as we walk this line, I mean, I have multiple lawyers that I have to deal with just because I have worldly ventures with shows and different things, and you have to have them in our society because if you don't get all the T's crossed and the I's dotted, someone will come try. They use that as weakness in a worldly setting. Sure. You know, I'm not dealing, you know, there's there's a balance here. Because what I'm doing in the world, I'm using as a platform for Jesus. But to get it right in the world, you have to have a fleet of lawyers. And they have to write letters saying, if you do not, if you keep this line, we're suing you. Well, they back off. That's why I said, I mean, the threat is real. It has teeth. But fortunately, I've never had to do that. Right. But what we're talking about here, now, a guy, I gave some money who turned out to be, you know, whatever. I was wronged. Guess what? I didn't have to give him the money. He didn't. We didn't have to have an agreement. Most of those stories, though, later on in life, they came back and made it right. And it was based on a spiritual reason. And so I don't mind being wronged or cheated in that way where I'm trying to help somebody who's claimed they were, you know, wanting to do some venture and, and then they... Obviously, oh, that's happened me. so much that I, don't, oh, exactly. I can't even count them. Well, and, I, I, and I didn't sue them in any case because it was a different uh, set of situations here or circumstances. These people were supposedly in Jesus. Right. That's what I'm trying to bring out here. Don't I think where people get wrong, off in the church is they try to apply this just like they did in First Corinthians five with all these worldly shenanigans. And I've had people say that. Oh, you can't sue them. I'm like. No, you, you, you have, there, there's, a, there's being an American and there's business. And people say, well, you're separating that and compartmentalizing it. No, it's just the way it works. No, these were we, for we, disputes inside. Exactly. We have a different set of conversations when people claim to be in Jesus. I mean, if there's any other theme that you, you miss, it's fine with me if you just get that theme from these two chapters. 
We have different conversations behind closed doors when it comes to behavior and lawsuits and different things when everybody's claiming to be in Jesus. Right. There's just a different set of, set of circumstances and conversations. Would you agree? Yeah. It's and way more intense. I have found, and, I, and I'm dead serious about this, and it, it's people might, you might, y'all might scratch your head, our listeners. Generosity, Al, pays rich dividends. Correct. Generosity works. And no matter what anybody says, the, the ones that slick you, the, where you, they, they ran off of there, they pull some stuff about finances. Generosity pays. Always. And Stinginess does not. And that's a very consistent biblical principle throughout the Gospels and the epistles. But, you know, and part of it is the mindset going in, especially with with inside the church. I've had people say, I, want, I need to borrow some money. These are people close to me. And I said, well, look, I don't, I don't loan money to brothers and sisters. And they're like, you know? I said, no. Now, I'm, I'm going to give you the money because I want to help you. And they're like, well, I'll pay you back. I said, no, I don't want it back. I want you to pay it forward. I operate the same way. I said, you, you're going to have a day where you're going to have, I know you're in a bind right now, but where you'll be blessed. And I want you to remember that I, I gave you some money in the time of need, so you're going to do the same thing for somebody else. That's paying it forward, not paying it back. That way I'm never going after somebody and say, well, where's the money you owe me? Yeah, that's a good That's a good. I mean, point. that's been my philosophy on dealing with brothers and sisters. Most of the time you'll get a and lot sometimes of Sometimes you can't give them. If I say generosity pays rich dividends, probably, I hope not, but it was it spurs people to write you a letter and say, I need 10 grand, I need 20 grand, I got to be in a bind. Well, that's I what I was going to say. Yeah, when we, we have this conversation, we run the risk of you know, people who are coming, which is a lot of people, sending this stuff but trust me once we became famous i'm really familiar <laughs> with this world now That's right. <laughs> i have people on my staff who all they do is read this stuff and say imposter <laughs> so Jace, you have a staff i'm impressed i do i, I didn't even I, know I that got people well <laughs> I have a staff, Dan the unit. <laughs> He's a man. Dan, what does it sound like? He said, uh. <laughs> But what I'm saying is we're laughing about this, and even in the intro, we, you know, we're, we're, we're laughing about something that really is a serious it problem. It is, no doubt. It, it is. is. And we're not making light of it, but I'm just telling you, I am contacted by a con man on a daily basis, yeah, and they are too. quickly dismissed yeah. because – there's so many of them in the past 10 years that have come out. It's just their creativity is gone. And you, you can tell pretty quick. The, I mean, I have an inner circle, which we all do when you become famous because you, you, ha, you need a team. That's right. what I'm saying, to, to function because you're being pulled and tugged in every direction. Right. And when you're claiming to be part of my inner circle and I've never heard of you, <laughs> guess what? We're off to a bad start. <laughs> you might not have my best interest. You know, remember that because they got, how are we going to make the connection? Well, it's, there is no connection. But they come up with some story or, you know, I was with you somewhere. No, you weren't. I hunted with you here. Never hunted there. I mean, I know where I've been in, with the inner circle. So 99% of them are dismissed quickly. Well, Dad, speaking of that. If man, you must have hunted with thousands of people back in the day because I can't tell you how many people say, Yeah, you know, my uncle hunted with your dad. And I was like, Really? You know, it's always someone hunted with you. I don't, I'm not saying they're all untrue, but I'm like, every, When I started, well, that was one of the reasons that the fact is I'm hard to reach. <laughs> That you, was so funny. Are, uh, I've that, never gone near a cell phone. That was so phone. funny two, when we two. took the LSU uh, Brennan uh, hunting with us. And he was like, well, I was so shocked because later on when Bradshaw and you were at the uh, Louisiana Tech function yep. where they were they were giving you a, a plaque, which Bradshaw accurately said, they were like, Phil, they just want you to give them some money. <laughs> <laughs> they, put, you, they know you got some money now. Write the check. Let's get the plaque on the wall and go about our business. Go eat some fish. Because so, Dad, let's take a break. Because Dad was actually calling them out. He was like, 
Well, you boys, I didn't hear from y'all for 40 years. Now I'm on a hit television well, Yeah, show, we no? told that story before, <laughs> but I only told that because Miles had noticed. He said, because uh, he had heard Bradshaw comment somewhere where one of the famous stories was that back in the day when they were in college, Phil took Bradshaw fishing, and he and Phil had said that he had made him, he had blindfolded him to get him out there. Yeah. And so Brennan said, I was so shocked to hear Bradshaw was like, yeah, that was true. Because he was just thinking, there's no way that's true. Because you years later, you see Bradshaw and you're like, he's not going to let some people put a bag over his head and carry him down a river. <laughs> It was a real simple thing. I didn't want him to know where that hole was. Well, right. And people are like. That's one of my sweet holes. I want him to catch some fish, but I didn't want him telling others where the sweet hole is. So they said, what are you going to do? I said, blindfold him. Let's go. He put a toe sack over his head. From his perspective, it was so funny because he was like, he had just assumed when he heard you tell the story, yeah, he just made that up. That's an but There's no because they thought here's two famous people that went back in time and created or embellished some stories. Three of us riding along in a boat, and two of us didn't have masks. The other one had a sack over his head. <laughs> That'd be the blonde bomber. <laughs> and he has confirmed. He was this. a great guy, by the so way. He's he, like, he took it all in stride. He's still yeah, a great so he guy. said. Then when I heard Bradshaw's take on that, he was like. That really happened? <laughs> was he wondering why we didn't blindfold him? <laughs> well, I think he was going down that road. But we're like, hey, we got gates and fences. And yeah, now, now we got other ways to keep you. So let me finish reading this. Man, we, we're taking uh, going down rabbit holes. Start, so, read 7 again. Cause so he, in up. verse 7, he said, The very fact that you have lawsuits among you means you have, have been already completely defeated. Why not be wrong? Why not rather be cheated? Instead... You yourselves cheat, which goes back to the Mm -hmm. swindling aspect that he listed, and do wrong, and you do this to your brother. And then, now this next paragraph is probably the most frequently read paragraph in in all of 1 Corinthians, but I think it's real important to realize what led to this paragraph. Which yep. is they? You've got a group of people claiming to be in Christ who are cheating and swindling each other at every turn, yep. and then suing each other. And I, can you imagine? And dragging their own brother that they're supposed to be loving, dragging him into court with them. Yeah, into the the civil court. Civil well, not court. Not even in, in our, probably what started in a church related matter. And now, if you read between the lines, you got one group sitting on one side of the building. And you got the other group sitting on the other side, and they're mad. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, there's nothing like doing somebody wrong. You cheat somebody. And, hey, they're after that money. The but money. That, but I think what, that's Where why, in the world is Jesus? I think that's why it was important for you to read those crazy, trivial cases in our own culture, because that's what he's saying. He's saying, oh, yeah. These are trivial things. These are things you ought to just be able to handshake and move on. And just. The bottom line is, you can't do that. You do with your brothers. Don't you do cannot that. Sue I mean, your brothers. look now that I, now that I'm thinking about all the frivolous lawsuits that I've been threatened with, some woman, some church sent me an email one time. No, no, listen to this. This here I am, you know, sitting on the couch trying to watch a football game, and I'm reading an email. So this woman was a, a guest. So we're talking in the world, had been invited to an event of mine, but they had a poster of me going in. And when she saw it, it startled her. She tripped and fell, broke her leg, whatever. They wanted the church to pay for her medical expenses because the poster of me scared her. <laughs> Caught her way. attention. It caused her Ca- to stumble. Caused her to stumble. Yeah. And so Be they careful where saying, you hang your poster, man. <laughs> <laughs> And so they were going to sue you then or include Well, you. they were just saying, we're keeping you in the loop. And I thought. I ain't in that loop. You, <laughs> you put the poster. I'm sorry I'm so ugly and scary. That's what I took from it. So you're calling me ugly and scary? That's right. That, but I just thought it, it reminded me of this situation, you know. And see, that was going to force you to sue mom for having such an ugly baby. Well, and here we go. I mean, we're laughing about this, but when I read it, I was not laughing. Because I thought, are you kidding me? Uh, yeah. I mean, we're trying to win the world for Jesus. I'm doing an event. They have a poster. She trips and falls and says she was distracted. She was terrified. Yeah. I mean, they, whatever it was, it was like, it scared her so much, you know. 
that she tripped and fell. And so. <laughs> just your poster just blinded her vision <laughs> and made her knees collapse. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you look too good, Jace. Maybe yeah, Jace, just... I, 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 oh, I haven't oh. heard that one before. Oh, no, it was scared. They said it was it scared. Oh, it was scared. She, she, the lawsuit was it, it terrified. <laughs> but Thank she you. was coming to hear me, so I guess someone had invited her. I mean, I think she tripped and fell. And then that, like, you know, oh, my neck, oh, oh write the check, whatever you do, always feel. What you say? Oh, my my check, I mean my yeah. neck. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. she then I think she looked up, she was embarrassed, broke her leg, whatever, and then thought, ooh, I see an opportunity here. Yeah. I mean, that's probably what happened, but I'm just saying. <laughs> so. He, he tried to give him the benefit of the doubt, but come on. Well, I, I quickly dismissed it. I mean, I really forgot about it. But So uh, what does he end up calling him in verse 9? So verse 9, we get to where Phil's wanting to, yeah, though here's what the problem is. Do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? Which, what's what's the answer? No. Well, now, you got to remember, though, part of the kingdom of God on earth is the church. Right, I mean, I think and that's how you key, interact with key, each other. Key thing. Now look, the Hang kingdom on. is bigger. Let's I get it. it. Let's take a break. But we are a part of it. So don't be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor male prostitutes, nor homosexual offenders, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanders, nor swindlers, will inherit the kingdom of God. So that verse standing on its own seems real like, oh, here's an angry God, you know, saying you're out. And and the next verse, and you got to remember in the context of why he's written this, why he's writing this, he just said they're cheating and wronging each other and taking the cases to the, to, to the civil court away from God. Then it says... And that is what some of you were. You were washed. You were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. I mean, that that verse gives me chills when I read it. Yep. He's like, he's not throwing rocks at you. He's like, God rescued you. He loves you. He gave you a, a different way to look at the decision-making process and a better way to determine what's best for you and those around you. I mean, he's done that, and he did it out of love, and he didn't do it based on anything you've offered, just completely here. And then you're coming together, and they they heard that. That's what they were doing in the building in the first place. And they're refusing to let what happened in their salvation to be a part of their life. And so they have all these squabbles, and the body of Christ just looks like a— mangled body parts laying everywhere it's just not does not look like a perfect body just look back it started with the divisions with them following men instead of god Mm -hmm. they're embracing this immoral situation with the guy who's you know with his mother or stepmother Mm -hmm. and then you've got now they're suing each other you know going to court so it, it really does he just right in the middle of this he says look you left this you left that well. You're in the kingdom now. Act like you belong. I mean, it's, that's what I always say when I it's, it's, yeah. act like you've been here. You it know? sounds like uh, first uh, uh, Romans 12, love must be sincere, hate what is evil, cling to what is good, be devoted to one another in brotherly love, which the Corinthians were not, honor one another above yourselves, which they did not do, Never be lacking in zeal. Keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with God's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Say what? Bless and do not curse. Corinthians needed that. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another, which the Corinthians were not. Don't be proud, which they were. Be willing to associate with people of low position, which is doubtful. Do not be conceited, which was probably going on at Corinth. 
Do not repay anyone evil for evil, which they certainly did not do. Take them to court. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody, if it's possible. If it's possible, what a way to word something. As far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Don't take revenge. Leave room for God's wrath. It's written, it's mine to avenge and, and back on don't 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 miss don't don't be deceived. It's mine to avenge, God says, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy's hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Then he ends it up by saying, Do not be overcome with evil, which was a lot going on at Corinth, but overcome evil with good. Exactly. Which is a great way because this is all on the context offering your bodies as living sacrifices, which is holy and pleasing to God. Here's the way you roll. Right. So, and the Corinthians were miles away well, from this particular way of behaving. Right. Well, you had in Corinth the famous temple of Aphrodite, and you have the thousand prostitutes, and also, I mean, there's people written poems about the Corinthian sickness, which was the venereal diseases. Oh, yeah. I saw the places where they took kind of the public baths, and I stood there, looked around. I mean, it was like, hello, world, here I am. And so I think when he lists these people that were gathered there, which is, you know, pretty shocking probably, when he said neither sex or moral, idolaters, adulterers, male prostitutes, homosexual offenders, thieves, greedy, all these people, that, that was who was in the, the building. Yep. He's like, that is what some of you were. You were washed, you were sanctified. So then he moves on to the last paragraph. And he separates the, a sec, the sexual sin from other sins. And I think in the context of who was there, this was needed. And it makes some great practical applications. And I, and I think us. it was tied into the whole idolatry deal with yep. in the temple and all that. Exactly. When you look at that, idolatry, immorality, adulterers, male prostitutes, homosexuals, all that was tied into this this worship because he's going to talk and, later and their of, culture you know it was right. there every i mean it we're all doing the same we're, thing we're still there today uh, uh, we're, phil we're all doing the same thing just in different ways whether you climb to the top of the mountain or, you know and get you a private room in the temple of aphrodite or right. you fly to vegas and get a private room or yep. you can or go to the motel six yes. go, to, go to your own bedroom you know i mean it, yep. it, it the same stuff's going on we get it so then he he says in this section he says, verse 12, everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. So he's he's already talking about, look, there's freedom in life. He's not They've been set free from yeah, their he, sin. He's not trying to, you know, regulate something. It's because we know it's all gross, I mean a uh, grace Lord motivated. So he says, But I will not be mastered by anything. Food for the stomach and the stomach for food, but God would destroy them both. Obviously, looking at it from the physical side of things. But you think how much time, you know, when people are led around by the body, your number one thought is, what am I going to eat and who am I going to sleep with? Yep. I mean, that's just what we do without Christ. That's our, what you're our thinking. basic human desire. Exactly. So he's like, so then he says, the body is not meant for sexual morality, but for the Lord. Now there's the statement. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be the way to battle this temptation right there. Yep. And the Lord for the body. By his power, God raised the Lord from the dead, and he'll raise us also. He's going to get to that in chapter 15. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ himself? I love that question. That's powerful. Yes. Shall I then take the members of Christ and unite them with a prostitute? Well, you would never do that. Jesus, the Holy Spirit, is in you. Do you not know that he who unites himself with a prostitute is one with her in body? For it is said the two will become one flesh. goes back to the Matthew 19 definition in genesis jesus two gave. correct in genesis 2 but he who unites himself with the lord is one with him in spirit now I, this verse i really like and because a lot of people will will try to categorize sins on what you do with the body but i'm telling you this is a powerful verse it says flee from sexual immorality all other sins a man commits are outside his body but he who sins sexually, sins against his own body. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, 
whom you have received from God, you are not your own. You were bought at a price, which goes back to that giving up of the rights. I mean, Jesus bought us. Yep. We're his. He purchased us. Therefore, honor God with your body. And my only point is, the reason I'm going into detail about that is I think a lot of religions use way, use that verse about your body being the temple of the Holy Spirit to just come up with thousands of sins and things you do with your body. And look, there's some things that are unhealthy and when it comes to eating right. And But he started off saying, look, there's a lot of freedom here. Everything's permissible. Well, let me, his point was talking about sexual immorality. Correct. When you're going off and sleeping with a prostitute, you're taking the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit inside you and you're uniting it with a prostitute? Yep. That, uh, it's completely out of the question. So he, he, he made a point to really say it's going to be hard to serve Jesus in that type of life. But you wouldn't write this in the manner that he wrote it unless you loved him. That's right. His goal, he wanted them to know, I'm doing this because I love you. That's right. And it's pretty evident, some of them. And that God loves you. He's wasn't like payback for you, Mason, no. It's pretty evident that some of them were going back down to the temple of Aphrodite, and yeah. they, you know they were thinking it was an okay thing to do, and he said, no, you're not honoring Christ when you do and that. And you got to remember, he, he said in First Corinthians 5, I'm not talking about going and telling this to the world. That's right. So when you're reading these verses, to people who don't love Jesus or, or who don't care, guess what? It's not going to work. No. You need to share God's grace and who Jesus is and the plan, God's scheme of redemption for them. If you try to have an argument about this, you're not going to listen to this. Exactly right. It's a different conversation. All right, so we're out of time. Uh, we are going to go into the OT and talk a little bit about the benefits of doing God's sexuality the right way and why it's, it's our benefit. So we'll talk a little bit more about that if you want to come join us. BlazeTV.com slash unashamed. Until February 7th, you can use the code moreunashamed. Get $15 off a one-year subscription. So we encourage you to do that. It's a lot of great stuff on Blaze. And, you know, because of them, we're going to be coming to you for three more years. So we enjoy these guys. Be sure and support them. Check it out if you want to hear a little more in Unashamed OT. Thanks for listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes. And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube and be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes. And for even more content that you won't get anywhere else, subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash unashamed.